Hey, this is Samantha Lane with Origami Day. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to Time to Shine Today podcast with my dear friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson and we're at episode 193 with my good friend, Samantha Lane, my University of Tennessee fan alum. And I just am so stoked to bring you this episode. Um, she has a company, Origami Day. And basically, she helps you stay productive in a changing landscape. A lot of things are going really tech, 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 but she kind of brings it down to the basics to really help you with uh, getting organized. And, and as we all know, time is a commodity we don't get back, and Samantha will definitely help you do that. So without further ado, here's my really uh, – first, I must say, make sure you're taking notes because I got two pages of notes from this 20-minute interview. So make sure you're taking notes. Because here comes my really good friend, Samantha Lane from Origami Day. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got my UT lady, my Val, which people that know me know I'm a Michigan State fan because I grew up in Michigan, but UT has been my favorite team outside of Michigan State forever. I've been to like seven or eight games at Neyland Stadium. Just have a blast. She lives in my version of vacation paradise. I live on the ocean right now. I'm literally looking at the Atlantic Ocean, but when I want to get away, I go to the Smoky Mountains where my friend Samantha Lane lives with Origami Day. Samantha is a time management guru with past work in public relations, higher education, and wellness. In 2014, she experienced a life-changing surgery that shifted her perspective on life. After years of juggling full-time careers and passion-based side hustles, I love that, side hustles, Samantha started Origami Day to help others bring balance to their busy lives. Samantha holds a bachelor's degree in public relations from UT, University of Tennessee, and an MBA from King University. When she is not helping others make the most of their time, Samantha spends her days enjoying life with her loved ones and waiting on a painter to arrive. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yes. this is Samantha. Thank you so much for coming on. Introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today Varsity Squad. But first, what emoji do you use most when you text? Upside down smiley face. Oops, oh my gosh, I just I just literally interviewed Ben Baker 30 minutes ago, awesome guy out of Canada, and he said the exact same emoji. I feel like I don't know how I would describe <laughs> upside down smiley face in an, an emotion, but it's that all the time for me. It is. All right, so what's your favorite color and why? Ooh, jewel tones. Um, I know that's not like a color, but a family of colors, but I just think they're so deep and rich and kind of flattering on me. So, What is tones. the uh, primary color of a jewel tone? Is it like a green? Well, jewel tones, you have like your, yeah, your deep emerald, your mustard, okay. your fuchsia. Okay. Love it. Love it. There's a reason, the there's a method for that madness. And if you, Ooh. I'll tell the squad, like if you look at the, if you go to time to shine today.com slash podcast, you'll see all the audiograms of everybody. I always use their favorite color in the audiogram. Oh, so, but I also that. I get a personal personality kind of perspective too. While I'm doing interviews. I'm sharing this with my time management guru here. Right. Who didn't choose one color? Uh-oh. What does that mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's, let's get into a little bit of your early time into that life-changing surgery, which helped mm -hmm. you level up into origami day. Yeah. So long story short, um, after graduating from University of Tennessee, go Vols, um, I started hustling in the creative industry locally. And I thought work life was all about work and how far, how fast. And so I found myself as a workaholic, then realized um, I was diagnosed with a chest wall deformity that had my sternum sitting on my heart, made it very difficult for me to breathe. And so with the information I had available to me, 
and recommendations of my doctors. I had my chest cut open at 29 years old and I had all the complications and that sort of made me realize, oh my gosh, life is short. Time is our most important resource and I am wasting it. And that sort of caused me to change my life and become a time management fanatic and teach other people how to be both present in life while still being productive. So that fork in the road moment, I guess, would be the surgery that you said, wow, time is short, life's short. We need to really get organized or what? Did I say that correctly with what I'm hearing and what I've read about you? It was more during the recovery. The surgery itself was complicated, but the road to recovery was long and bumpy. And it was honestly, you know, people always ask me, was it one instance? Well, I definitely remember one instance when I was being readmitted to the hospital with staff in my chest. And I I honestly thought, oh my gosh, I might die. But it was really so much more than that. It was a culmination of all the epiphanies, all the struggles, all just sort of, you know, when life gives us challenges, it gives us opportunities to learn. And Mm. it was a time of lots of learning. Right, right. And then God provided that opportunity right then and there for you. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So why origami? Why that name of a company? (laughs) And I've always wanted to ask you this. I didn't even ask you this in our discovery conversation. So why? So I love that because um, when I when I made the decision to live my life better, I really wasn't sure how. And I looked for the magic bullet in terms of time management tools and I couldn't find it. So I created my own tool. And what that ended up being was a folding eight and a half by 11 piece of paper that helped me map out a whole week, but just focus on one day at a time. I also grew up in a Japanese American home. I'm a quarter Japanese, which people never believe me when I say well, that. I see it now. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's the other response I get. Oh, now okay. I see it. Yeah. So um, growing up in that Japanese American home, you know, Japanese culture is very much focused on our ancestors. They are why we are here and they are, you know, sort of who we should be thankful for. So I thought what better way to pay respect to my family and my heritage and that culture than having origami, which is the Japanese word for folding paper as part of my business name. I love it. Oh, wow. That, that, that's amazing. So what did your family think when you got this, the, the bachelor's degree in public relations and the master's degree, um, What did your family think really about you kind of going into your own business with folding paper? Yeah. So um, (laughs) there was this, everyone kind of walked the line of support and concern because it was a very huge shift for me as someone who was always kind of eye on the prize. I'm going to get it done. Sort of like the Monica of friends. I don't know if you've ever watched that show, but uh, very much that type a competitive personality. And then when I was kind of like, forget it. I'm going to completely go a different path and change things up. I think there was some confusion from my family, but ultimately once they started using the products and sort of saw the joy it brought into my life and more importantly, the time I was starting to spend with them, I think they all understood that this is what I'm doing. And, and honestly, now my family actually uses the products, which is really cool. Love it. So do you actually consult with companies to bring in the origami into the company or are you more one-on-one? Um, both. So I actually started out thinking I was only going to sell products and then realized that Origami Day is so much more than the the effective products. It's also sort of a philosophy. And then people said, can you help me? So I started helping individuals. And then those individuals said, oh, my gosh, this is great. Can you help my team? And that's when I realized that we can reach more people if we can go into the larger companies and help them understand how to not just get more out of their workforce in terms of productivity, but to help them retain their talent better. And at the end of the day, also with this whole pandemic we've experienced, really giving employees flexibility and freedom and telling them that, they, that they're valued as a person, that really has huge returns on keeping talent. So do you ever get any pushback using paper instead of digital? 
because most of your stuff is paper, correct? And how, how oh, do you yeah. do that? So I've just been wanting to ask you that question as well. Yeah, I actually get pushback on a lot of stuff that I do because sure. so much of it too is kind of going against the grain of how we've been trained for the past, you know, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell people all the time, I am not anti-technology. I, I am pro paper. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And so usually when I get that pushback, if I sort of explain to people the benefits of paper and even more importantly, how we utilize digital and paper together to increase our effectiveness, then usually people are pretty responsive and it's, it's not as much pushback. I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm digital across the board just because I have to be synced in with my assistant. I mean, I even have my producer here that's in Toronto. We, we do that, but I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I can see, show you right here. I mean, I have everything's yeah. paper for like when right. I write stuff out, people call me, I write down, I'm taking notes right now on paper. So mm-hmm. I know I get it. I get it. So when a company kind of brings you in to really help with their time management, what is some of that secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, to help them find their blind spot of where they're getting their time, which you mentioned is a huge commodity it's, you know, mm-hmm. that they have, and it's one we don't get back. So what's the way that you find their blind spot and, and how to get them started within your products? Oh, that's such a good question. And really, that's very different based on the company. I've worked with small startups before. I've worked with companies that are headquartered here that have offices all over. I've worked with with companies across the country where I get to travel and I get to have outside eyes for them. Um, But the long and short is I really like to start by sort of listening to what their pain points are. And then through that, helping them connect with some resources that I've come across. You know, I love learning about time management, work-life balance. So, so, so much of what I bring to my clients is just resources that can apply and sort of solve the problem, even if it's not an origami day tool necessarily, you know, paper is, you know, it's, it's different there's a time, a place and a personality for everything. And it's not always the exact solution that I have, but helping them connect maybe with another one um, that is just sort of in my arsenal or in my contact list. Um, So, so really a lot of that is more listening and then kind of helping shape the strategy that's, that's specific to their needs and their goals and their resources and their timeline and their team and and all the things. It's kind of a, a long answer. So no, that I appreciate it was detailed and, and my squad appreciates that. So when, you're starting to consult with them. Mm-hmm. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Mm, um, that I wish they would ask me, but they never do. I guess the question would be how, how do we get from point A to point B? Because I think some people forget that that's really what we're all doing is this, this work, you know, I love to think about a staircase. I know it's like a weird thing, but I think about so, so many problems as like you and I here, Scott, we're standing on the the bottom of a staircase and where we're trying to go is the top. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that is what we have in our days and our actions and our goals. But what we forget to do is identify each step and then put it in the proper place to get there. Cause then all we're doing is taking one step at a time. And that is one of my favorite things to do. And I think sometimes companies don't think about that. They think about the what's the equivalent of jumping that staircase. And so I, I really believe in in sort of taking it step by step. And so I guess I wish more people would ask sort of, you know, wh- where are we, where are we trying to go? And just what's, what's that staircase look like? Absolutely friggin' love that. It's like we say at Time to Shine today, it was passed, she was passed on to me by my coach, the inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, oh. it's hard. You just said, love you that. jump the staircase, right? So it's like step by step. I love that. That's fantastic. So when okay let, let, let's go this way with it let, let's get into a little bit of the past of samantha and mm-hmm. getting that delorean with marty mcfly from back to the yes, future right I love that movie. yeah <laughs> right so let's go back there and 
And what kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on? We'll say the 22 year old Samantha. I don't know if it was Lane then, but Samantha that would help her level up, blast through, and shorten her learning curve. Mm, it was Debange, and that's why she is now Lane. Um, let's see. She was a, an ambitious girl even then. Um, I would probably, I wouldn't want to stifle her ambition because I think that's how we got to here. But what I would probably want her to know is that um, you can still plan for the future while living fully in today. And I don't think she knew that, but I think she should have known that, um, oh. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, stay mindful of your area mm-hmm. or where you're at and in the present, but still, you know, it's another way to say it's like, you, you plan to live to a hundred, but maybe kind of live today as if it's your last in the sense where you exactly. kind of have that, right? Yeah. And I'm not against planning, which I know right now a lot of people are, but, but let's not let our plans for tomorrow take away our, our moments for today. And I was, I was bad about that in the past. Very bad Love it. That. I love it. So what keeps you up at night, Samantha? <laughs> This is going to be a terrible answer, but um, I kind of time, time keeps me up at, at, at night. Um, I think I had, you know, we think about our origin stories and what, how every little, every little cut gets us to where we are. And there were so many instances in my life that led me to realize time is fleeting. And it really was that surgery where I finally, it was undeniable, but you know, my father died suddenly when I was a child. Um, I broke my back when I was 21. Like there's been a million things that taught me, Hey girl, Hey, it's, it's finite. And so time is that thing that keeps me up because I'm planning to live to a hundred, but I don't know that I'll get to. And so that, that worries me not for me, but for who I might leave behind and have I done enough for them? And what is that legacy? And have I set my husband up for success and and things like that? It's time. You know what I see about you is like, we, we always talk about here is like overlapping happiness. It's like you and your hubby might be going on a vacation to Caraco or wherever, right? And you're so excited and you're happy, but that vacation's going to end, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you always have to do things every day. That's we, I, I coach my clients, you know, do some every day that, that makes you happy because even yeah. the bad times, they're finite. You, you said the word finite yeah. and they're finite, just like good times are finite. So might as well just overlap and just be happy, you know? And that's, oh, for that's, sure. Yeah. Like, Cause you just said time is finite. So if I'm out at a networking event, which here in mm-hmm. South Florida, I believe in Tennessee, kind of a little bit too, but like pressing some flesh, meeting some people, yeah. what kind of things am I hearing that would make them a good prospect contact or referral for origami day? Mm. You know, I actually think one of your recent guests said this well is people who are looking for change. I, I can't help someone if they don't want to be helped. And so it's really great when you hear someone who's kind of starting a new habit, like especially this time of year, they're, they're trying to run, they're being intentional about their days and their time and their lifestyle. Those are the people that I can really help because they've already shown that they care and everything in life comes down to care and competency. As long as they've got the care, I can help them develop that competency. Wow. Care and competency. You hear that squad? I'm actually <laughs> taking some notes here with my good friend. So Ooh, and that's a double-edged sword. Care <laughs> <and> competency. <laughs> so Let's talk about that little dash in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date mm-hmm. and death date. How do you want, since you you kind of almost met that last, da- you know, that last mm-hmm. part of the dash before. So how do you want your dash remembered? So I've already written my obituary and I hope to live up to it. Sure. And for me, it's to be a distribution center. I explained to someone sort of my life goals and they gave me that phrase and they said, oh, it sounds like you just want to be a distribution center. You want to take in the things and you want to give them back out. And I loved that. That's that's what I want to do. 
Give me the good. Let me, let me give it back out. I don't, I, there's, there will not be a U-Haul following my hearse. I don't need stuff. I don't need money. I want to take the resources so I can give them back out to the causes. And I know you appreciate and connect to that because you, sure. there's a lot of philanthropy in what you do with this podcast. Absolutely. So it's that same thing. Like we're put here to give. And so my goal is that dash should be symbolic of a distribution center. And That's that, freaking awesome. That is amazing. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Oh my gosh. So it, let, let's go this route. If you had lost everything that you built through Origami Day and you had to start over, what would be the first thing that you would do? I would probably actually allow myself a little wallowing period just so I knew. Good that morning. Once, there you yeah, go. Just so once it was done, that w- once that wallowing was behind me, then there was no more of that. Then Love it's it. let's look forward. That, That's that, awesome. That's probably what I would do. Uh, uh, that's fantastic. So what is Samantha's definition of a life well lived? Mm, I think I I love the idea of in times of need, there has there I've been so blessed with people around me to give me advice, to bring me a glass of wine, to <laughs> deliver a meal, to to donate to a cause. And I think to me that's a wife life well lived is to be that person back. And so I want to be that person who you know, drops off the fresh flowers after a funeral or the person who is there to to talk you off a ledge when you're having a bad day. I think a life will live is to be there for the people that you care about. And the that is, that's amazing. You're such a go-giver. So, so amazing. And hey, hey, time to shine today, varsity squad. It's Scott Ferguson. And I'm back with my good friend, Samantha Lane. And we're going to go into our leveling up lightning round. And what we have for you, Samantha, is five or six questions. No explanations. Okay. okay. We'll beep you. I'm just kidding. We won't do that. <laughs> just no explanations. First thing comes to your head and I'll be on to the next one. You ready to level up? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. What is the best leveling up advice Samantha's ever received? Ooh, you will never get more than you can handle. Beautiful. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Planning my week every Friday. That's beautiful. Excellent. So other than your own website, and of course, I'm going to say that website, so I make sure I say it right, origamiday.com, which I can't believe you got that URL, which is amazing. But <laughs> outside of your website, and of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug, what is another website that you go to to level up? Honestly, it's Proverbs 31 Ministries. It's a daily devotional. Nice. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, if I'm in my doldrums, just not feeling it. You're like, Fergie, read this book. What is it? I just, I'm going to tell you when I just finished our explanation, um, chasing the bright side by Jess Ekstrom. It's all about optimism. Excellent. We'll put that in the show notes. So who had the most profound impact on your life? My mother-in-law. mother-in-law. Beautiful. That's awesome to have a mother-in-law to do that. Cause no one's ever mm. good enough for their sons. Okay. So <laughs> If you could be one age, and don't bullshit me on this, okay? If you could be one age for the rest of your life, keep the wisdom you've garnered and still continue to learn, what age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? 21. Okay, fair enough. That's cool. I say 32, but that's just like, because yeah, 21 is good for me too. I was in Iraq, but. I have an explanation for that, but we don't have. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. We got time. I broke my back at age 22. And oh. it changed my my life physically in a good way. It made me a healthy person. Right. Um, but it was that I'd probably go to 21 because I was still like young and unbreakable. <laughs> gotcha. So what is your favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time or money to? Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Thank you for saying that. Beautiful. And last question. You can elaborate just a little bit on this one. But what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 
God, that's hard. Seventies. Uh, okay, very Ooh, cool. That was hard though. 50s, 60s are good too. Yeah, I know they're all good. It's <laughs> like I'm an 80s guy. I was born in 72. So mm-hmm. like the 70s remind me of all the music my parents would play. So I always, mm-hmm. when I'm working, I put on classic 70s. But yeah. when I'm just like, I love the big hair, don't care, you know, the British invasion, rap music, all that stuff that kind of came yeah. through. And I was like yeah. in my teens and stuff in the 80s. Oh, there so, was good in 80s too. Yeah, absolutely. So how can we find you? Um, well, it's easy. The Samantha Lane or my Origami Day. Those handles will will get you or get me on all the social channels. Love it. And Squad, all of those links will be in the show notes below. Feel free to visit them. And if you'd like a warm introduction to Samantha, just please let me know. And Samantha, leave us with one last knowledge nugget you'd like us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. Oh, my favorite. I say it all the time. Anything is possible. It's just a matter of how you get there. Yes. I love that. And I just got pages of notes with my good friend here, Samantha Lane. She was the old Monica Geller from Friends. How far, how fast. That's how she lived. (laughs) Although I'd love to see her with a turkey on her head doing the dance. That would be a lot of fun. You know, she's going to tell us that time is our most important resource. She's not anti-tech. She wants you to utilize both technology and paper. Just her, through her origami day, Her it's just patented perfect on, on how you can really level up your day. You know, listen to the pain points. That's what a good coach or consultant will do. And then put those, they'll put you together with the right resources, you know, and she's going to say, how do you get from A to B? Identify the steps, navigate your way there. She likened it metaphorically to a staircase. She doesn't want you to jump the staircase. She wants you to go step by step. Like we say, inch by inch. So she will get you there. Just, I will, I'll put you in touch with Samantha. If you're struggling with time management, please let me do that. You know, she doesn't want to stifle your ambition. She wants you to plan to live long, but stay in the present and be mindful because time is finite. I love that. She said that, you know, she wants to work with people that want to be helped, willing to be helped and will take action on the consulting that she puts them in. She's going to be remembered as a distribution center. Honestly, this is one of the best answers I've ever gotten to the dash question. She wants to take in what she's learned, regurgitate it in a sense and give back. And that is that that's just fantastic. In the times of need, she wants to be that person that will have a glass of wine with you, drop off baked goods, just have fun with you. She wants to be that person that wants to help you level up. She's a total go-giver. She wants to remember anything's possible if you take the right action, the right steps. And that's what my good friend, Samantha Lean does. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She levels up her health, levels up her wealth. Total go-giver. Thank you so, so much for coming on Time to Shine today. You are, again, just amazing. I can't wait to collaborate with you in the future. Thank you. You're very welcome. We'll talk soon, Samantha. Looking forward to it. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also, there you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, 
Let's level up. It's our time to shine.